Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to another episode of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching, LLC, and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I specialize in working with burnt out teachers who are ready for career change and don't know how or where to start. And If you've listened to this podcast in the past or watched the YouTube channel, you know that I alternate topics each week, one week talking about career transition and alternating weeks talking about stress management strategies, specifically with teachers in mind. This week, the topic is career, and I was not quite sure what I wanted to talk about. It feels like I've shared a lot and and maybe sometimes feel like I'm running out of things to say about both stress management and career transition. But as it happens, the universe provides with ideas and thoughts about what I might want to talk about on any given occasion. And this morning, I was provided that universal nudge. I got a a LinkedIn message from someone who wanted to connect and shared that she had left one teaching job for a different teaching job, hoping that it would be better. I've heard that lots of times before. And to not my surprise, perhaps to her surprise, it had not been a good change. So her question was, how can I make a fast change next? And the word fast caught my attention. Because I have to be honest with you and and admit to you that there is nothing fast about the process that I think you need to undertake if you want to, to make a lateral move that will use your extensive education. In many cases, my clients have master's degrees, sometimes multiple master's degrees. And in order to be successful in making a lateral move so that you don't wind up taking an entry-level job that's only going to pay you a fraction of what you've been making as a teacher, you need to put some thought and effort into your search. So there is nothing fast about it. I I haven't had a chance to respond to her yet, but what I will tell her is uh, 
I don't have any fast hints or strategies, but we can chat during a discovery session. Maybe I can come up with some ideas that will help her in her immediate distress. The thing is, you know, we, we live in a society today where we want everything to be quick and easy. We want it to yield immediate results. We get very impatient, even if a, if a website is loading too slowly. We lose interest and we move on to the next fast thing. We get impatient when the service at a restaurant is slower than we think it should be, or the line at the Starbucks is too long and moving too slowly. We have gotten conditioned to having everything offered immediately, instantly, instant gratification. And that simply does not work when you are looking for a new career. So my best advice to anyone who is out there thinking about making a change, you're maybe unhappy, this is the time of year, as I referenced in last week's talk about the slump that teachers tend to go into during this this fall season. Um, In spite of the beautiful weather in lots of parts of the country, it's it's not a fun time sometimes at, at school. And if you are experiencing that slump, you may be thinking more often than not, there must be something else out there I could be doing instead of this. And the answer to that thought is, yes, there are lots of things you can be doing. But none of them are things that you can simply drop your teaching job for and immediately move into. There's going to be lag time. And let's let's be honest, even if you were, even if let's say the job fairy comes to visit you, knock, knock, knock on the door. I've got this great opportunity for you. You'd be a perfect fit. I want you to apply for this job. Let's just pretend that that could actually happen. Because sometimes people are offered opportunities out of the blue. It's rare, but it can happen, I guess. So let's say the job fairy has knocked on your door and offered you the perfect position. Even if everything goes smoothly, there is going to be a lag time between the time you apply for the job and your application goes through all of the various hoops and hurdles You get the interview, you get the offer, hopefully you negotiate a little bit about what the offer entails. You don't take the very first thing that you're offered because if they want you, they'll negotiate with you. And then you have your start date. Even if everything goes phenomenally smoothly, you're looking at at least a four to six week process. So now add four to six weeks on to the job fairy isn't at your door. You have to figure out what is it that you want to do with yourself and your career next. And at this particular point in time, you don't have a clue. You know what you don't want to do. You you could make a list of all the things you never want to have to do again without even thinking about it. But For whatever reason, figuring out what we do want is a challenge. I have shared on this podcast before that I ask people on a routine basis, if I were to give you a magic wand and you could wave it and be, do, or have anything you wanted in the world, 
career-wise? Do you know what it would be? And do you know only two out of 100 people can tell me without hesitation? The other 98 out of 100 will go, oh, yeah, gosh, wow, what a great question. Well, it is a great question, but you need to be able to answer it if you want to make progress. And so in my Jumpstart Your Job Search program, that's where you start. What do you want to do next? First, you have to develop the mindset of a job seeker. You have to believe that it's even possible for you to make the change that you want. I can't tell you how many teachers are out there telling themselves, I'd love to do something else, but there's nothing else I can do. Or I don't even know what I would be qualified for. You might have had that thought. And there are lots of places you can go to find out. It takes a little research, but if you really want to change your life, isn't doing a little research worth the effort? I think it should be. You may even have resistance around the thing that you want to do. I know I did. I I had a lot of resistance around the idea of becoming a coach. And in my case, it was because I honestly didn't think coaching was a real job. I didn't know any coaches other than, than my career coach. And I, I, I just didn't feel like, until I met her, I didn't feel like life coach had any real meaning to it. And I didn't even know there were other kinds of coaches. Now I know there are hundreds of different kinds of coaches, not just career, financial coaches, health coaches, wellness coaches, mental health coaches, all kinds of coaches. But I resisted it because I had not researched it. And when I finally broke down and shared with my coach, my career coach, here are the things that I want to be able to do. This is what I would like to be able to accomplish. And the thing that keeps coming up as the vehicle for making these things possible is coaching, but I don't even know where I would go to get a decent program that's not going to cost me thousands of dollars. And given that I already had a PhD and two master's degrees, I didn't want to spend thousands of dollars for another credential. What she said to me was, if it keeps coming up, don't you owe it to yourself to at least explore the possibility? And suddenly I felt like the weight of the world was off my shoulders. I I had permission. I don't know why I needed permission from her instead of giving it to myself. But I felt like I had permission to explore this alternative method for accomplishing what it was that I wanted. Now, I'm not suggesting that coaching is the answer for everybody. Although I think it is an answer for a lot of people who've accomplished a lot in their career and they're ready to do something else meaningful, but they're, and they're, they're not ready to retire yet. But I also know that there are other things that teachers can apply their skills, their education, and their experiences to. They're just not very creative in the beginning of their job search in pursuing what those possibilities might be. That's part of the magic of working with somebody like me. I can help you to explore possibilities that you might not have thought about for yourself. Creating the mindset of a job seeker is critically important if you're going to be a successful job seeker. And the other thing is, and I'll just I'll just cut right to the message for today. 
You kid yourself if you think you can make it a fast process. The, the quickest I've ever had a client to find a job that worked out was four months. The average job search before the pandemic was four to nine months. Four months if everything goes swimmingly. Nine months if you hit some bumps in the road along the way. Could be longer. I have some clients who've been with me for a while now because the pandemic threw them off their their trail and now they're back trying to figure out what to do post-pandemic. And let's face it, the pandemic's not even really over yet. It's over in some parts of the country, but not everywhere. And it's still with all the variants, you know, who knows what might happen next. So we're not post-pandemic, but companies are hiring. They're looking for talent. It may be that you need a little bit of retraining to qualify for a specific job that you're interested in. That's okay. I don't recommend that you go back to school. I don't think you need to buy a whole new degree. You don't need any more student debt, assuming you still have student debt. But you can find inexpensive training that will help you to broaden your skills so that you can offer a a new skill set to a new employer. You have to be willing to put in the time and the effort and do the work, however. If If you're looking for a fast, quick, somehow easy career transition, I'm not your girl. I'm not I'm not the one you should talk to. And honestly, I don't know anybody who is. Anybody who offers that you can find a new job in a month or six weeks is also selling swampland somewhere in the Florida Keys. It's just not practical in today's environment. So if you are thinking that you'd like this to be your last year of teaching, now is the time to get on board with a process that's going to help you to make that a reality. It's already October. Fast forward to June. If you want to be able to turn in your resignation because you already have a new job lined up, you're going to need to start looking now at least start exploring what your possibilities are. That's where you start anyway. So think outside the proverbial box, play with possibilities. Consider what, if you went back to middle school and had decisions to make all over again about what you would pursue in high school and college, what would you do instead of what you're doing now? Was teaching just a fallback career for you, or did you always want to be a teacher? These are things you need to consider because they're important and practical questions that you should be asking yourself as you think about what your next future prospect might be. But drop the idea that any of it's going to be fast. Now, you can avoid a lot of problems, a lot of Mistakes if you invest in a program like mine, whether it's mine or not. Just make sure that it's someone reputable and someone who's not trying to sell you on the concept that you can be 
finding your next perfect job in a month. It's just not likely to happen. So I will hopefully disabuse the lady on LinkedIn about that, but I wanted to also offer in case anybody is listening and wants the process to be faster than it is. I get that. Everybody wants it to go faster. Everybody wants it to go smoothly. I have rarely watched a process go along without any bumps in the road or without any challenges along the way. So get the help that you need. Start playing with possibilities. Make time for yourself to really dig deeply into the idea of what is it that you want to do instead of what you're doing now if you're unhappy. Don't forget that work that feels fulfilling leads to a happier life. That is my mantra. I'd like for it to be yours too. On that note, have a wonderful rest of your week. Stay well, stay safe. I will see you next week. Bye-bye for now. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.